This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Out in the elements is what we are. We're down here at the beautiful Jumeirah Emirates Towers where the spirits of Ramadan comes to life. We are building up Robbie Greenfield to a big night down here. It is the Dubai 103.8 Iftar. And we're excited to be here. We certainly are, yes. We are very excited to be here. We've got a very special guest who I might add is from the Hirsute kind of variety. Yes. From that standpoint. I thought your beard was impressive. Yep. This guest is, quite frankly, putting it to shame. He's than us as well. This fella is, his stories are remarkable. We're going to unpack it layer by layer, by small little minutiae, all the way through to, to what is a remarkable tale of success. We are absolutely privileged to be joined by Rinku Singh this evening, this afternoon here. And Rinku, first and foremost, welcome to Dubai 103.8. Thank you very much for having me. Now, there'll be a lot of people that might be thinking, Rinku Singh, I recognise that name. That name rings a bell. So it should, because your story's a remarkable one, Rinku. Robbie said it in her little post that we popped up on her Instagram about 10 minutes ago. From poverty to winning a reality TV show centred around baseball in India to now foraging, forging your way, I think I'm looking for, in the world of WWE. We're going to get to all of this. But first and foremost, Rinku, what takes you to Dubai? Why are you here these days? Just came here to visit friend and see beautiful Dubai. Obviously, it's a Ramadan season going on here, so it's beautiful. Um, and after visiting here, I'm going to go visit India to see my family. Going home? Yep. Let's start at the beginning, if we can, Riku, because I'm conscious that your story is such a remarkable one that we've got to actually pack it quite closely into the hour that you've very kindly given us on off scripts. You know, how does one end up, <laughs> first of all, in the sport of baseball, growing up in Uttar Pradesh, and then ultimately in WWE. But for you, uh, perhaps we could start with maybe where your love of sport and your athletic ability, where, where did the origins of that take root? First, it started with the track and field javelin throw. The dream I had to represent India in Olympic in track and field. So I did that for a while. I qualified for Olympic, didn't get to go to the Olympic. I had put in, in a special India cap where I trained uh, for Olympic for one year after the qualifying and then the million dollar arm competition came in in India and obviously I wanted to change my mom and dad's life that's where it all started yeah well just on that g- give us a semblance what was childhood like for you Rinku I mean you were brought up uh, I believe one of nine is that right no seven seven I'm the youngest my out of apologies. seven you're one of no seven worries. so you're the youngest of seven kids what, what was childhood like um, middle class family um, our parents didn't have a lot to offer, but you know, um, they gave three times a meal, roof overhead, and gave us right compass. My dream is always to make my mom and dad life easy. I grew up uh, seeing a dream to building a home for them and making dad retire. Uh, as a young child, I've always seen my dad just always out there working. Never got to see him as young man. It took me long. Uh, while to understand why is he always out and I'm not able to see him and as soon as I understand that man has been providing for entire family right education food roof overhead only one man working that's when I decided I said you know what any opportunity I'm gonna take in life I'm gonna go ahead and make my life make my life better so is my parents 
And thank God, with God's grace, I was able to make my dad retire after winning the million dollar arm competition. In uh, 2008, I went to US. But before that, before I went to US, um, it was quite, I wanted to go to Olympic, wanted to buy my own javelin to be a great at it, but looking at the family situation, couldn't afford to get real javelin. Ended up cutting a bamboo and sticking up rod in there, throwing for about a year. And when I finally got the real javelin, real javelin is like literally 800 ounce versus like a five pound javelin I was throwing just to build up my arm. I didn't know better. So when I got the real javelin, I launched it, <laughs> qualified for a sports academy call in Lucknow in India. All you have to do, give a gold medal, government will provide you education and everything. I was there for about three years. That's when the million dollar arm competition came in. Called my beautiful mother. I said, mom, I'm going to take this opportunity. If I win, I'll win a lot of money. I can change entire family's life. And I was in high school then. My mother said, no, 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 listen, you can't miss your high school exam. It's very important as a young man wanted to, you know, win money, chase money, just like every other kid wanted to, you know, have money. But didn't understand then, but I didn't listen to mother back then. I jump on a train, have no money in pocket, not even to buy a ticket. Wow. And you're, you're 17 years of age at this point? Yes, yes. Took in the slowest train from Lucknow to New Delhi to participate in this competition. And how long does that take? How long does that train take? Whew. It was good 14 hours. So you were a stowaway on the train, effectively. <laughs> yes. That is unbelievable. <laughs> I hide myself into a bathroom because I didn't want to get caught and put it in jail. <laughs> hey, that's a long bathroom break. That's all that is. <laughs> it is. It is. In between, I had to come in out when somebody knocked the door. Yeah. So I would come out and go right back in because I didn't want to be seen without ticket traveling. It's not good. Um, got to the competition. Threw, first time picked up baseball. Threw 89 miles an hour. You never thrown a baseball before? Never at that point. Never heard of baseball, never so, thrown baseball. So you get to the trials mm -hmm. and they chuck you a baseball. This is the first time that you've felt a baseball, seen a baseball? Very first time. And you you launch it. What are you, right-hander or left-hander? Lefty. You're a lefty. Uh -huh. You throw it, you pitch, Yep. and it's 89 miles per hour. 100%. Yep. And the guys <laughs> there, are they like, whoa, that's a serious arm? Yep. Then um, you know I the BCCI is wishing you'd taken up cricket. <laughs> My uh, old coach in the sports academy, he did. He said, "You should play cricket, be a baller, right?" I said, "No, no, no. I think I'm going to stick with the javelin." So after I threw the 89 miles an hour, then I had to catch the same train back to sports academy, and I had absolutely nothing and, so, and by the way can I just ask your throw of 89 miles an hour presumably it was accurate as well accurate. you weren't just lobbing it no 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 no. it was accurate it was a devilish strike we're talking about right in the glove whoa so, so you <laughs> wow. threw how, how many pitches did you throw out to catch so the so they give five trials you throw five times and you have to hit the target once and then you say thank you very much and they say they'll be in touch yep they say they're going to fly me from Lucknow to Bombay for the final tryout. I've never, at that point, I never had sit in a plane. That was the very, very first time. <laughs> very nervous uh, sitting in a plane for the very first time. Got back to um, Lucknow, didn't tell my mother at that point. 
got to the final competition. I was the winner of the competition. Called my beautiful mother holding a check. For how much? It was uh, close to, not the million dollar, it was the contest. You had to throw five pitches about 95 miles an hour to get to the million. Okay. So I got close to a few hundred thousand dollar. Wow. Call my mother. I said, Enough Mom, for a you ticket back at least. Ticket. Oh, more than more than ticket to build a house. <laughs> so I called my beautiful mother. I said, Mom, you wouldn't believe it. I won the whole competition. My mother hung up on me. Called my dad. I said, Dad, I can't believe. I called mom and I said I won so much money and see how she hung up on me, wouldn't even talk to me. And my dad goes, Did she told you anything? I said, Yeah, she said, Don't leave the exam. And then what did you do? I said, I left the exam. She said, well, we raise you better, right? So focus on your education. We'll speak soon. Now, I came with the entire check, went, to, went home, and my mother said, listen, education is very, very important, no matter what you do in life. That is a very important. And my mind was going through building home and surprising them while I'm in the U.S. learning how to play baseball and all that. Um, my mother was very, very sad at that point because the guys from the Million Dollar Arm, I'm going out of country very, very first time. So went to U.S. My mother didn't agree. She said, no, 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 no. I'm not going to let my child go. You've never been outside of the state, yet you go going to America. What future yeah. was she out of interest envisaging for you? Say, okay. say that again? What future was your mother envisaging for you if it wasn't this? To track and field, hopefully go to the Olympic and then get a job in India through the government. Right. If you perform really, really well in India, government offer you a job. My older brother, uh, Rajan Singh, he did really, really good in track and field. He works for Indian government right now in a railway that's where I wanted to go I even try out for army two of my brother in Indian army and I was I my age I was underage when I went for the tryout so they said no 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 come back a year later that's when the million dollar arm thing happened so your mom essentially didn't see baseball as a as a route for you she, she didn't believe that baseball would give you the, the security that she wanted for you back in India? I feel like, just like every mother, they're just, uh, don't want to let their child to go away from them. Especially the time and effort every mother put into their child, and all of a sudden that child has to go way far away from, from the country yeah. and friend and family. So I guess it was just an insecurity of just, uh, is he going to be alright? He doesn't speak the language. Forget about the game. He never heard about the game. But I feel like all came down to the determination that the, I wanted to change their life so bad, right? And wanted to be example for the community and for all the youngsters in India, you know, that anything you put your mind into it, you will have success no matter what. We're only scratching the surface of this story. That is the voice of Rinku Singh. Rinku has kindly given up an hour of his time to tell us his story. It's an unbelievable one. It started in poverty in India. We're moving through the various chapters of this story. We're going to continue to do this. Keep it locked right here on Dubai 103.8. It's off script with myself, with Robbie and with Rinku Singh. The Off Script Podcast. Let's pick up where we left off. You've won this competition, the Million Dollar Arm. You said a couple of hundred thousand dollars, which must have just felt like 
you know, 10 king's ransoms in terms of, <laughs> because of, yeah. of the opportunities that suddenly life were, was offering you. Um, how did your life change? And, and also, importantly, did your parents forgive you? They did. They did after they knew my intention that what I was trying to build for the family when they saw um, entire family after I built home that I dream of building for my mom and dad uh, surprised mom and dad they used to go for the walk and they're seeing this house built from scratch they had no idea whatsoever and we would call on Skype back then in 2008 and my mother will brag about this house building but she has no idea who's building two years later after going to U.S. first time I made trip back to India when the house got completed. And I said, Mom, the house you've been talking about for the past two years, I would love to go. <laughs> it's going to make me cry. Um, it sounds very filmy, but it's not. It's a true story. My dad said, no, 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 you had a long trip. Why don't you just go ahead and, you know, sleep? We'll go, go later. I said, no, 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 I really want to go see that house. Walked over, my entire siblings knew that we're going to surprise them. Mom and dad had no idea. Dad said, come on, dude, we can't really afford that type of house. I said, no, 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 if you really like that house, I would love to build one day. They said, nah, man, come on, we just need a three times meal, roof overhead, we already got it, that's all we need. Kicked that massive gate, walked in with him with mom and dad. I said, you like it? And they were all scared that whose house we're walking in? They saw entire sibling coming in and dropped the key in mom and dad's hand oh, I said goodness. this is your house and mom and dad couldn't say a word or just tears falling down we all family hugged each other so that oh, was <laughs> you're gonna cry wow, I'm gonna cry moment. listening to that Rinky so, um, so you had built a house over two years you hadn't told mum or dad they're walking past it every day thinking wow look at that house you yep. get it complete and you hand them the keys. Yep, it took me long to build. Is the only reason is because when I got to the Pirates organization, when I started building home, as I get my payments, I'll send it home, built it, it'll stop, send it back again. And finally, when I got complete two years, that's when I was able to surprise them with it. And you mentioned the Pirates there, because let's talk about that. You make the move, you win million dollar arm, and part of that kind of deal, if you will, not only did you get the prize money, a chance to move to the US and a chance to make it. Talk to us about that experience working uh, with the pilots. Well, leaving the country, it was a very, it was the scariest thing ever. First, I thought, man, what if I fail? Uh, I was really good at what I was doing in India, track and field. I knew what I was doing. Everything was going into the right direction, but this, I'm not sure. I don't speak the language. I don't know the game. And, really far away from family, friends, leaving the education, um, leaving the sport that I've been doing since childhood, and I'm not sure about this. But we'll go, at least I was happy about, okay, I'm sacrificing leaving everything behind, but at least I'll be able to build the house. That, that was the excitement part that got me to the US um, to uh, risk everything. Um, I told myself, I said, well, I'll give good one year to learn how to play baseball. And if I become successful, great. If not, then obviously going to go back to India and do the javelin. But 
it's going to be very embarrassing to leaving my own game that I was really good at and going to the different country and trying to pick up a new game. Um, even my uh, uh, track and field coaches at that time, they said, man, I don't think this is a really good idea for you to go to America. You don't speak their language. You don't know the game. Uh, what if it didn't work out? How did out? you get by in those early months when you didn't speak the language? Um, just the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you nodded a lot. <laughs> I, I literally had no idea what people were talking about uh, when I first got to US. Um, just sitting, just shaking head uh, for a while. Um, and then I started uh, listening, what paying attention, what really they're talking. And then I would go on a Google, I will Google type the name, what they just said. And I had my own book. Literally, I was writing, translating myself into English to Hindi. I did that for about seven months. At that point, seven months, I started picking up a little bit of English. Um, uh, we all, I did everything I could to just make it to the tryout. Um, because every time I look back coming to India, it was the scariest thing ever because I knew when I'm going to go back, a lot of people going to ask me a lot of questions. And I have no answer for it. What am I going to say? So it was either just go give it all what I have um, and whatever is going to happen, we'll go from there. So first tryout we did, we failed. We failed. And I was very disappointed and I was telling myself, man, I should have made that decision a year ago. And went home. I was very sad, packing my bag, ready to go back. I didn't know what I would tell my coaches in track and field. Then we got a phone call that we have another tryout. They're going to give us a chance to do another tryout. Because we never pitch from, I mean, the company, the tryout happened, wasn't on the baseball mount. Right. We train, we pitch from the baseball mount, right? Not on the street. So our tryout happened on the street it wasn't on the mount it wasn't on a bullpen or anything like that, like that so we failed big time on that one so finally when we got another chance we got really really excited we said this is it second chance second chance making sure if i failed second time i don't want to feel how i felt the first time when i failed i'll make sure have no regret yeah second time Went out there, threw 91, 92 miles an hour. Pittsburgh Pirates was really, really interested. So is a New York Yankee. But Pirates signed. Uh, it was me and another guy, Denise Patel. Yeah. Uh, second runner-up from. And the you're the first run. Indians to be signed by. Yes. Baseball over in the U.S. Yep. Very amazing. first. It's amazing. That is just it incredible. Is. It's it's a story of a lifetime. The Offscript Podcast. Our top story. You can't imagine why nobody thought of it earlier. The firm has come to India looking for a baseball star. The Americans are here looking for a baseball hero. My name is Rinku Singh. My name is Dinesh Kumar Patel. I want to be the first baseball player from, from India. India. Had you ever thrown a baseball before? No, sir. Had you ever seen a baseball before? No, sir. Had you ever heard of baseball before? No, sir. Rinku and Dinesh still have a learning curve as steep as Mount Everest. But now, they have fastballs. 
and breaking pitches. And most improbably of all, a tryout in front of more than 20 Major League scouts. We're ready to impress Major League Baseball. Woohoo! And I can tell you, Rinku Singh, who joins us live down here at Jumeirah uh, Emirates Towers, did exactly that, Rob. Exactly that, and I want to take Rinku back to Independence Day, 4th of July, 2009, nearly 14 years ago, when you became the first Indian citizen to appear in a professional baseball game wow. in the US. Can you recall anything from that day? What your emotions were like, you know, what your nerves were like, what happened on that on that occasion? Man, I was the first one when I got the sign, and also Barack Obama got elected, and we were on the same newspaper. <laughs> You're on the same. Oh wow! Yes, with Barack Obama. <laughs> yes. So that was a very, very exciting, very proud moment. Right, because he was his inauguration was early January two thousand and nine or February two thousand and nine, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, so did you buy all the newspapers and send them home to India so people could see? <laughs> that's me. That's Rinku Singh alongside Barack Obama. Uh, I did not do that. <laughs> you wish my, you did. My, I wish I did. I wish I did. You're right. It's always great to look back. Yeah. It's always great. Like right now, I wish I did kept it like you said, right? Um, to look back. I didn't, but it was a very, very proud moment, especially my mother and the country. The thank God that every the second tryout that we did, we finally got the success. Now, here's the real journey starting. We're walking into a professional locker room, first time seeing all a baseball player. They didn't know what to expect. Right? Um, didn't know any rules, you know, what should we do in locker room? Because India is totally different than walking into professional sports in America. Um, we would train, we were the first one to show up in the field, last one to leave. Because baseball wasn't my game. I had to put extra time and effort to understand the game and work on my language so I can communicate with my teammates. So that time, I, f I feel like I was just devoted to a baseball. Nothing else. What was going on in the world, I had no clue. I was married to baseball. I wanted to become successful in that game. And I feel like all the time that I had, all the time and effort I put into it, the result was great. And that encouraged me to continue keep working hard. And that's why I survived in the system for eight years. And Pittsburgh Pirates, even when I was making a decision to moving on to different sports, they said, no, 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 no. Stay as long as you want. Because they knew I wasn't just there to, I was representing the Pirates in the field, outside of the field. Right, being very dedicated to it. So that's wow. amazing. That is amazing. It really is. The fact that they kept you around for that long because you were an ambassador in the community and further afield as much as you were a promising baseball player. That that says a lot about your character, is what it does, Rinku. So there you are. Are you enjoying it? You're talking about all the time and, and effort you spent to learn the nuances of the sports of baseball. Did you enjoy that journey? 
I really did. I really enjoyed it, and it was life changing. Not for me, for my family, and for the community. Big time. Very, very grateful that I made that decision. And and how how did you start to get comfortable with, with life in the U.S.? You know, you said there that it took you seven months. You were teaching yourself English. Was there a point where you felt I, I now feel at home in the U.S.? It took me a while. I feel like as I started communicating and understanding、um, the surrounding, I started to feeling like home. So now I feel I have a two home: India and America. America gave me all the success that I gained in that country. So both both country I I hold very close to my heart. Right before we get to the wrestling aspect, because again this story, Robbie's right, it's bonkers. It's one of the craziest stories that we've had <laughs> on this show. It really has from from India to baseball through a reality TV show to WWE wrestling. The movie comes out, Million Dollar Arm. It stars John Hamm from Mad Men fame. Disney, their paw prints are all over it as well. Rinku, how accurate is it? How happy are you at the portrayal of the story?、Um, Honestly, see, it is a good thirty, thirty-five percent. I mean, just like every other story out there. I mean, you have to sew a little bit of here and there. It was more of the agent side of it, J.B. Bernstein. But hopefully, one day I'll be able to tell. The real story, 100% authentic real story, not for me, for all the youngster out there. That no matter where you came from, who you are, you can always make it to the top. I did. You could do it too. I came from very, very small village, and I never thought going to living from the village to going to America to going to the White House, right, to meet Barack Obama, have a dinner in White House. Never thought of all of that. My goodness, mate! It's amazing, it's incredible. The Off Script Podcast. If you're just joining us, it's a story I'm still scratching my head, Robin, thinking, is this guy just pulling our chain? Is this actually happened? It's that scarcely believable. Two percent of Rinku's life is like ten times more interesting than my entire <laughs> yeah, life. It's true,、um, and it hasn't even. We could easily keep him another hour. We're not going to do that because he's got places to be、yes. and people to see as well. We really appreciate him spending an hour with us on Off Script to, to tell us an amazing story, which, is, as you mentioned, Chris, still has plenty of chapters to write and. and Who's to know what will come next? But let's pick this up, Rinku. You went from a life of trying to to kind of scrabble your way to to a level of success that could provide to your family for a reality TV to a million dollar arm victory, a win against all the odds, to a move to the US when you didn't speak the language, to integrating yourself and becoming the first Indian to throw a pitch in US baseball, to a successful career with the Pittsburgh Pirates and other. Entities to to what next? When your baseball career, I believe, was was curtailed by injury,、uh, what? Just give us a, a kind of insight into your mindset and and what you decided to do from there. At that time, I was searching for what is next for me. What can I do to tell all the story that I've been through in my life to inspire young kids around the world? That was a decision time for me. I couldn't sleep all night. I was in Chicago downtown, sitting in my hotel room, trying to make a decision: should I continue with the baseball, or should I go to UFC, or <laughs> become a linebacker? So I was going back and forth, making decision out of these two: UFC and WWE. 
2 a.m. in the morning, call my agent and said, hey, um, I'm sorry to calling you this late. I know the world is sleeping, but for me, it's uh, the season and going to um, want to try out for WWE. What do you think? He goes, you couldn't find anything better? Have you lost your mind? How massive those guys are. It takes a lot to become a WWE superstar. I said, well, if you take a look at it, a few years back, we did the million dollar arm. You guys never thought that we we're gonna find India's very first professional baseball player born in history. And we did that. We signed professional contract. You guys made the Disney movie and you still doubting? Yeah. Give me a chance. Made a phone call. WWE, obviously, they saw the story. They were really, really interested. They said, well, we're definitely interested in you. I said, well, more than just being interested, I would love to walk through, go through the tryout like everybody else go. So I know what it takes to become a WWE superstar. And that tryout happened in Dubai. No way. Yes. <laughs> so I flew back to India. I had good four or five months to train in the gym in the gym to bulk out bulk out um i've been training for five years nothing's happened rinky <laughs> where, where am i going wrong and i've got to tell our listeners it is radio i mean rinky you are a monster you are a big bloke and you've got to check you can do this on google the, the transformation, Rinku, of you as a young 17-year-old winning million-dollar arm to the man that sits before us now, it's night and day, my friend. And I, I need to applaud you because you your transformation is one that I can only dream about. I'm going to dad You're bod. transforming the other way. You're I'm going the other way. <laughs> how has it been? We've got a few moments left, Rinku. How has it been becoming a, a part of the WWE family? Vince McMahon, Steph McMahon, Triple H, these, these names, these famous icons... How has it been? It's absolutely amazing. I appreciate the business. WWE, those superstars, they go through a lot to become a superstar. It's not an easy, uh, it's easy to see on screen, but it's all what goes behind this screen, all the work, all the traveling. It takes a lot to become a WWE superstar. Um, Joining the family, it's absolutely amazing. Getting a chance to share the story with the world, putting smile on kids' faces. And you're giving back as well. That's the important message yes. you told us off air. This isn't about the Rinku Singh story. This is about all the kids and all the kind of individuals, part of your community back home, because you are doing an awful lot for people back home in India. Absolutely. I mean, going back to growing up as a young kid, they didn't have a lot to offer. And now when I do have... I want to do what I dreamed of growing up to wanting to have. And now I'm bringing that support for the youngster. Your stage name in WWE, Veer Mahan. Veer Mahan. Where did that come from? Mr. Vince McMahon himself. Really? Yes. I, it's an Indian, I could be completely misreading this, but Vince McMahon, Veer Mahan. I'm seeing some similarities there. Did he see something in you? Are you his Indian kind of namesake almost? Uh, well, Veer, Veer itself is a warrior name in wow. India. Veer Mahan is the greatest. Oh, wow. Right. So it kind of attached to being, going back to my last name as Rajput. Rajputs are a warrior in India. I'm pretty sure he looked it up and came up with that. Um, 
he was in the office. He said, Veer, come here. I said, well, what's going on? He said, well, I found your last name. I said, what is that? He goes, Mahan, what do you think? I said, well, I really like it. Audience can cheer. Veer, Mahan. He goes, well, I think you're going in the right direction. I really like it. We're going to keep that as a Veer Mahan. It's a good Sorry. impression. It's a good impression. It's <laughs> well Oh, my word. Was he, was he sort of strutting at the time as he was saying it? Oh, man. That's your, incredible. Uh, your story is not... The, the story's not written yet. We're still in the middle of the road in this. You're still a young man, 34 years of age. Rinku, I've got to say a massive thank you for joining us for the past hour. You've taken the time out to join us on Dubai I 103.8. Last question. What's next? What's next for Rinku Singh? <laughs> I would love to try for movies. So hopefully down the road, that's where, where it's going to go. Why not? You get one you life and try everything, explore everything, you know. You never know when we're going to stop breathing. So while we're breathing, we got to keep going. I'm sure you've had this comparison before. Jason Momoa, if you're listening, move <laughs> over. And I tell you what, Rinku, if Dwayne The Rock Johnson is listening, he better be running scared because Rinku Singh is coming for him. Rinku, you're a top man. What an absolute privilege and a pleasure it's been for us to have you on our show. Your story's an incredible one. Keep inspiring, my friend. And don't be a stranger. Next time you're in Dubai, pop in. We'll welcome you into our studios and we'll look after you as well then, okay? 100%. Thank you so much, guys. What a legend. Thank you. What a legend. The Offscript Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please do go ahead and click subscribe. You can also check out our other podcasts, Time Capsule or The Big Interview. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. 